All right, Seb, take it away. Are you you gonna sing with me? I'll sing with you. You can start, but I'll come in and back with backup. It sounds like you're lying. Why would I lie about that? You think uh, after singing at the beginning of like sixty straight episodes, you think I'm not gonna sing this one? Well, now I don't think you're gonna do it because it'd be funny. <laughs> that would be pretty fun. That would be actually hilarious. All right, I'm gonna do it. But don't tell my heart, my achy breaky heart. I just oh, don't yeah. think he'd understand. And if you tell my heart, my achy breaky <laughs> heart, he might blow up and kill this man. Adam didn't sing as some, uh, you know, <laughs> don't tell, listeners yeah. may know. <laughs> really and it was really funny. <laughs> yeah, we all knew it was coming. We're all, <laughs> we're all laughing. We're all laughing away. I did hear that song. And when that song came on, I immediately knew that that was going to be the one. <laughs> I immediately knew. I was like, this has podcast written all over it. It was that or the like screamo cover of the tricks commercial. That's what I was thinking. That's what I was going to do. Silly rabbit. Tricks. Tricks are for kids. That was a good song. So you I always sang. thought that the lyric. Sorry. Go... Sorry. Sorry. No, no, please, you go, you go. no, 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 no. What were you going to say? I just was acknowledging that indeed you both did sing. And so there is there is beauty in the world after all right right <laughs> your friendship can continue unscathed i don't know there's a betrayal there in audio form Damn. it's out there you for were, everyone to hear you were begging me to not sing because so, so, so it would be <laughs> hilarious i did it for you i did it for you what podcast is this Oh, great question. Uh, welcome, listeners, loyal listeners, to another episode of Is It Whack? It's a movie podcast where we talk about movies and we also debate their whackness. But whack, not meaning good or bad. No, no, no. But truly, whatever it means to us on that day, we are joined by two very special guests today. MJ and Evie from Pony House. Woo! Let's get a round of applause, please. I'm laughing, but I don't know if it's coming through on my recording. Oh, I heard Pony it. House is uh, well. Actually, I feel like you would describe it better than better than. I mean, I can. I can go on if you'd like. I want to. I want to hear version. what you think it is. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say because yeah, we, we might have a totally wrong conception of what the show is that we do. Okay. Well, I have a great well, my idea. conception of the. Sh- Okay, then please. I was just going to say, Adam, you should describe it, and then we can all rate your description out of 10. <laughs> okay. I mean, now I feel pretty nervous, but I'll do that. I didn't um, realize I was going to be or judged on you my can, you can but... You can do a description, and then we can all give you one compliment. <laughs> okay, please. Hey, yeah, yeah. I'd love that. I mean, I feel like we should direct the compliments towards Pony House, but uh, but that's all right. Yes, we can give them to me as well. Uh, it's, uh, it's an audio-visual show that uh, you two run along with some other some other folks uh, once a month, right? Once a month, mm-hmm. usually, uh, where you pair art, you know, music artists, also known as musicians, and uh, video artists, you know, together to do really cool stuff and you've been running it on twitch for the last while almost almost a year or is it over a year now on my timelines 
I, I no. would, it's oh. distinctly under a year. Uh, I think this is our sixth show, sixth seventh, seventh month. Show. Yeah, yeah, that we're doing that uh, soon. Oh, wow, well, my timeline's way off then. Yeah. But it feels like but ten how? years. It feels like yeah. we've yeah. never how done time? anything different. I can't remember my long, my life before Pony House, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, very very special. In a couple of weeks, you're hosting a, a Pony House is hosting a huge show. Uh, where you're bringing huge. a bunch of different, it's going to be huge, it's going to be massive, a mm-hmm. bunch of different arts groups, arts organizations, and artists from many different places, including Insomniac Film Festival. Yes, right. Uh, mm-hmm. Together for a, for a sort of online a, a bonanza. It's called uh, <laughs> Neighborhood, Pony House Presents Neighborhood. I feel like I'm doing really well right now. I'm doing really well on this describing. Yeah. Uh, yeah I call it <laughs> describing. It's on uh, July 3rd and 4th, so so pretty soon. Everyone who's listening to this should come to that. Uh, it's going to be all yeah. online over uh, Twitch and Zoom. Um, yes, as I mentioned, Insomniac is going to be hosting a, a game show called Insomniac the Movie the Game Show. But there's also a bunch of other events that are going to be incredible. So gonna uh, be... come to that. I don't know. There's going to be yoga. There's going to be... Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Games, there's going to be music, there's going to be art, there's going to be panels where people talk about music and art and life yep. and being talented. And there's going to be prizes and there's going to be generally good vibes. Yeah, um, no, that's for sure. Nothing but good vibes at our show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you got, y'all killed the description there. I think that was great. I think all of the numbers and the dates were accurate. So yes. That's all I can ask for. Most oh, yeah. importantly, yes. Quantitatively, I don't care about the qualitative descriptions, but quantitatively, <laughs> just right on the nose. And as a qualitative guy myself, I also have no notes. You, y'all killed it. <laughs> that's why we're a good team. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and you can go to, uh, uh, I'm going to get the link right now, uh, ponyhouse.eventbride.com to get tickets to get in tickets. advance. Yeah. Oh, what yeah. else did we forget to mention? What what did do you want to fill in any what gaps do you want to fill um, in from that? We are totally volunteer and donation mm-hmm. based. And we do this because we love <laughs> to do it. <laughs> we <laughs> and love I'm not doing being it. facetious, even though I'm laughing. Sometimes it gets tricky. <laughs> but it's completely yeah, all of the artists are volunteering their time and their talents, and so yep. we try to throw them some money, but it's hard to um, get paid to do stuff. So, um, yeah, sometimes mm-hmm. we are able to bring a lot of money in. Sometimes we're not. We're hoping this festival is a way that um, because we have so many supporting events, we can kind of raise more money for people so that yep. they can do things that they like doing and want to do and put on the Internet. Yeah. If any listeners uh, do want to come out and support the show, if you buy if you buy tickets on Eventbrite, all of the money you buy for your specific event you're buying a ticket for will go straight to that organization or artist who's running it. So if you really want to pay Insomniac a lot of money, buy a lot of tickets for Insomniac. And, same <laughs> and that money will go to nobody else. Nobody else. Yeah, that is all you. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. That's why we do Insomniac, to be rich. Someone's already bought yeah. a ticket to your show, actually. There's some, yeah. We had, we had one ticket. You were one, one of the first tickets to be bought. Mm-hmm. Oh my Whoa. God, we're rich. What? We're rich. Yeah. We're wealthy. I believe it was a million dollar <laughs> ticket, so you're safe. <laughs> They're all pay what you oh can, God. so you can, we got a we got million dollars for that one. Yeah, that was the one million dollar <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. That person could pay one million dollars. Yeah. Pay what yeah. you can. But that's, yeah. that's all they could pay. It was someone named Jeff 
Bezos, I think. <laughs> I could be wrong. Oh, cool, 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 cool. The comment was like, go to space, don't need this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> know, he's done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I also think it's important to note about Ponyhouse. I mean, anyone who's listening to this, presumably, presumably you're a fan of Insomniac in some way. Presumably you're a fan of, you know, the DIY arts scene. Uh, Ponyhouse does a really incredible job celebrating DIY arts. So, you know, mm-hmm. if you're looking for more shows to uh, to uh, go to to support, you know, DIY artists, low-budget artists, and also just friggin' amazing artists who are doing amazing stuff, look no further. That's true. And doing if you want to play like Ponyhouse, film, you can do it. Yeah, Ooh, play Ponyhouse. Yeah, that was, yeah. That was, that was a good pivot. That was a good segue. I, I transition. <laughs> That's fine. Hey, That's we fine. don't have to transition. We can keep talking about Ponyhouse. We can talk about Ponyhouse forever. We don't you know what? Podcasts no longer about movies. We're just going to talk about our friends and how good they are at doing stuff. Um, oh, yeah. And talk about how we like to be rich and how our friends have noble pursuits in life and we do not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Speaking of noble pursuits in life. The oh, film wow. Crank. <laughs> that's a good transition. That's a good pivot. Yeah, that's a good one. Never a nobler character have I seen in a film. <laughs> Are we talking about the film Crank? Is that the film you're talking about right now? When you reference the one that? That yes. The one that we picked? Is that the one? Wow. You, yeah, you're you so wanna good d- at podcasting. Oh, one thing I forgot to mention off the top oh. is that we're in the midst of our uh, whack 100 miles per hour miniseries where we're talking about uh speed speed related <laughs> movies so we threw that Woo! out to you and you came in with with crank a great oh, yeah. choice uh yeah. sorry sebi what were you gonna say i was just gonna ask our guests if they wanted to tell us a bit about this movie and uh, why they chose it for this series what a great question excellent question thoughtful insightful <laughs> we really <laughs> had a lot of thought and insight when we picked the movie because we went if we're not doing a Fast and the Furious movie, you have to do Crank. And then that, we, that was basically what we decided. Because <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. it's, the movie's about what if you had to be faster, you died. Yeah. <laughs> if you stop moving, it's the end of your life. He's like a shark. If he stops moving, he yeah. dies. Only the moving is specifically being an action hero or you die. Yeah. <laughs> and in every moment where he stops going fast... He nearly dies. He gets yeah. woozy and yeah. he yeah. almost yeah. dies. Yeah. So we thought that might be good to fit the speed theme because that's what it's all about. It's about going fast. I, I saw a letterbox review that described this movie as a remake of the movie Speed, but the bus is Jason Statham. <laughs> that's really good. <laughs> that's funny. That's really good. That's very funny. That's a really funny. And that's absolutely correct. Yeah. Nara, were you going to say something? No, I was just going to say Fast and Furious or Crank, arguably. I have not seen Crank 2, so I can't add this. Arguably 10 of the best movies. Um, or I would say, maybe, no, 11. To, in two days, it'll be 11 of the best movies once. Right. You already, you already know. You already um, know Nine's so going to join the ranks. Um, and it's just amazing to me that Jason Statham can have so many of the best movies. Yeah, um, he's in like five of those. He might be the <laughs> secret <laughs> to making good movies. Um gonna put that on the record jason statham is what makes movies good every other movie is bad i can't think of any good movies that <laughs> wow. don't have jason statham in it off the top of my head so i have to i have to agree with you right there 
Um, Collateral is pretty good. That's oh, a- but he has a he has a cameo in that. <laughs> okay, oh. so that doesn't work either. <laughs> uh, what, what what was the first time that uh, you two saw this movie? Do you have like a long history with this, or is this? Well, what's what's your what's your crank story? What's my crank origin? I so I actually you've you'd seen it before we watched it together. Yeah, I've got a longer story, but you can go first. But the first time I watched it was after our last Pony House show, actually, because I I feel like after we stream, like my brain is so fried, and I feel like I'm on drugs, but I'm not. It's just like that's what pixels do to your eyeballs, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Absolutely. being in like performance mode and like being on for the fans, then you like. You like calm down off your high. And so I feel like we always watch some, we always pick like a piece of stupid media to watch, quote unquote. Yeah, yeah. And so we picked Crank and it was the opposite of stupid. It was yeah, so it was intelligent genius. and so smart. Um, and then we had to rewatch it. And then we had to rewatch yeah. it. So we rewatched it on a full eyeball. Because after Pony House, I, I don't know if I can say this on the pub, but I, I, I usually do actual drugs and then I fell asleep during Crank <laughs> when we watched it together. Uh, can I say that on the pod? <laughs> How? Yeah. How can you fall asleep during this? <laughs> I know, I know. It was it was MJ, good. MJ falls asleep to some of the craziest movies. I, I'm really good at falling asleep during movies these days. I and then know. sometimes his letterbox review will be like, oh, I was floating in a dreamscape. And I'm like, you fell asleep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you made it sound good in the, in the review, but you were actually just asleep. Because I like falling asleep during movies sometimes. I think it can be really nice to kind of like just doze with something in the background. And I, I do have an enjoyable experience. But Crank is a movie you have to watch fully awake, engaged. And I messed it up on that night. I, I had seen it. Uh, I watched it like in high school, um, back when I was like really dumb and thought like movies had to be serious and like not. I was like this movie. So I watched it and I like gave it like a three out of five. And I'm like this movie's dumb. It's just a dumb action movie. Then I rewatched it like a couple years later when I was smarter and I was like, this is this is actually pretty good. This is a really enjoyable movie. And then I watched we watched it on Sunday again and I'm like, this is a ten out of ten masterpiece. Because <laughs> so, now I'm a genius. So, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, it definitely went up. Crank. So artfully put just together. Goes... Yeah, it's a yeah. Uh-huh. You, I highly recommend watching Crank every year and seeing how much you like it more every year. <laughs> That's how it worked for me. We should do our own you're... podcast. Is it Crank? Is it Crank? And then every year oh, we yeah. watch Crank. <laughs> and it's, and is it still Crank? Is it still Crank? Yes. Yeah. It's Crank. It's crank. <laughs> <laughs> They're really short episodes. <laughs> Your letterbox review is like really good, but at the end I had to do a test in my underwear and I, I didn't care for that. Because so. <laughs> you fell asleep. Sorry. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> uh, no, that's going in. I'm going to play that really loud, actually. I'm going to mix that really loud. <laughs> I think doing that podcast after a while, it might actually not become crank anymore. I feel like mm. if, if you watch it, like, let's say, once a week, I that's I, a lot. I think it would just become mush. I, I don't... I, I mean, I, that probably goes for any movie, I guess. I have yeah, a philosophical no, I, question. Because, like, sorry, this might be jumping the gun a bit, but because Crank, like, the central thing is that he has to stay fast and he has to stay hyped, do you think watching the movie Crank would let him stay hyped enough that he (laughs) would stay alive? (laughs) Or do you think he would die watching Crank because it's just so boring? (laughs) No, how could... What? No way! I think I think if he watched Crank and headbanged in the same way that he did during Achy Breaky Heart the whole time, I think that would be no problem for him. 
in the 4D movie theater with the chairs that shake and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah they'll headbang for you. <laughs> Shock you through it. Spray water in your face. I want that. I want. I want like crank the 4D experience. <laughs> they could have like the nasal spray go up your nose. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. They could give you actual. You could. They can inject you with the thing they inject him with at the beginning and see if you could make it through the movie. <laughs> <laughs> they can drop you from the from the sky from the onto sky. the pavement. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, yeah, I'm on board. I when I become rich, when we become rich with our million dollars, I think we know what we're gonna invest in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad there's this through line of wealth and capital. Yeah, in this, this episode because I very much identify. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what we really care about really. yeah that's the, main the only reason. reason we're doing pony house is to get money yeah which has really, really worked out for us so far yeah considering we have probably less money than when we started because we had to buy <laughs> stuff to do pony house <laughs> yes but we're, we're skimming a little bit off the top so yeah it's fine perfect should i do a quick summary uh absolutely. i think it has but to be quick did, <laughs> yeah, with the movie. But do you have a history with it? You nodded when MJ was saying. I yeah, I have a, I have a similar history to MJ where I saw it in high school and I think I was put off by how crass it was. I was put off mm. Um, mm. by I, I think the same thing you said, thinking that movies had to appear to be highbrow or something to be good. And then watched it last night and I felt very differently. I felt that transcendent experience that you're describing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> I also saw the sequel in between, and the sequel I was more on board with. Mm. Apparently, the sequel is way better than Crank. I don't know. The sequel's good. It's definitely more offensive. Oh <laughs> hell yeah! That sounds <laughs> hell yeah. better than. That sounds great. Yeah, we'll watch <laughs> that one again soon. I haven't seen that one since like, I think high school again. And that was like yeah. 14 years ago? I, I'm 38, so I think it would be at least that. You were, yeah. And you were in high school at 24. I was, I was really, yeah. I, I told you I was dumb in high school. It took me a long time. <laughs> Perfect. Um, I've watched this with my roommate Luke, a uh, past guest, and he um, was like, um, we were watching it, and I was like, do you know the premise of this? He's like, no. And then when it like became clear, he's like, isn't there one where he has to get electrocuted? And I'm like, oh, that's the sequel. And he's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, they're the same series <laughs> as these two. Wait, yeah. so in the sequel, he just has to keep getting electrocuted? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. His heart hmm. gets replaced with, like, a, like a, like a generator. That's how, it, that's how they that's how survive. So cool. Yeah, spoilers, so cool. but yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, robot. Yeah, that rules. That's how he survives the fall, right? Yeah, they, like, they he replace... gets picked up. It's like an artificial yeah. part. Yeah, the the second movie sense. starts Im- as soon as the first one ends. Like, immediately. Just like The Incredibles. <laughs> just like The Incredibles. Yeah. Yeah. We were just yeah. talking about that. We were right saying before. that right before. <laughs> um, if anyone hasn't seen it or is confused or hasn't seen it in a while, Crank is about Chev Chelios. He's a... Great uh, hitman, yes, great, great names. <laughs> um, he's a hitman who, uh, you know, uh, at least we think assassinates the wrong person, and in retaliation is injected with a lethal poison um, that he can only stave off if his adrenaline is constantly pumping. So the movie takes place over one day where he's trying to stay alive and find uh, an antidote and get revenge on the people who poisoned him. That's basically the whole thing. High drinks and 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, jinxing. <It's>, <laughs> so many hijinks. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy because I didn't know that that was the plot until the second time I watched it. Because I didn't, <laughs> yeah, I just thought I didn't get that he was a hitman. Really? And then he killed the wrong person. I thought he was just running around. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's fair because like that that whole everything that so, Seb just said it is kind of secondary to the hijinks. Like that is oh yeah yeah because you don't need to know what why you he's really doing. Don't. You just know he's got to run. His girlfriend is. Uh, in a, danger sometimes yeah yeah a woman in a uh action film <laughs> i love her but she's great at it she's, she's really, really good. good at it yeah yeah, yeah. and that's all and and yeah there's yeah. different races are are exactly <laughs> racial the, tension yeah, yeah. <laughs> is it <laughs> there's yeah. there's parts of this sorry sorry go ahead I was gonna say everything. Everyone in this movie is very realistic and grounded, and like, and nobody's yeah. a caricature of anything. No. Oh no. <laughs> no. Um, no. And everybody's really <laughs> nice to each other, and they've solved their problems by just like talking it out. Everybody yeah. hugs each other at the end, and they have a picnic. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, kind of to that point. There's times in this movie where I thought you could play these scenes pretty much in any order. Like, it's just, like, he gets yeah. to a place and wrecks it, and then he goes somewhere else. <laughs> like, there are, there are through lines, and I actually think there's some kind of clever structural things in, in, as a screenplay. But a lot of the time, like, you could just shift the things around, and it wouldn't make much difference. Totally, yeah. Yeah, yeah and it does, it, and, like, I mean, to you, to that point, and to what you were saying, Evie, about not even understand or not even knowing that it was a hitman thing the first time. It's like it. It does remind me of what uh, we were talking about on our last episode when you talked about uh, Smokey and the Bandit, and maybe this is just a theme of fast movies <laughs> in our loosely defined definition. But it's like this is a movie. Yeah, it very much just like foregrounds the experience of watching it and the yeah. all the like wild formal decisions and like stylistic <laughs> decisions. Like that's the that's what's the meat of the movie. Like. And I'm I'm here for that. Like you know, you don't need yeah, a yeah, you sure. don't need a plot at all for a great movie. No, because it you uses the do form cool so shit. well, right? Absolutely. Like I remember the first time watching it, the where he's running in the apartment building or whatever, and he's calling the doctor, and then the doctor <laughs> is like on the wall. Like they put yeah. that on. And yes. Oh, so oh, cool. Yeah. So it was cool. that moment where I was like, oh, this movie is smart. <laughs> it was exactly what it's doing. <laughs> yeah. And it's using. Yeah, it's decided to just be about like it, it like it gets to your gut quicker because it's decided to just like forego plot and it's just about feeling. Which is harder to do than mm -hmm. I mean I've never yeah. written a movie. But I went to film school. You did do that. But I didn't I don't think I wrote one. <laughs> I don't think I've ever written one. Anyway, that's why they kicked me out. It reminds me kind of Structurally, it kind of reminds me of like a slapstick movie from like the twenties, like like a Buster Keaton. Oh movie yeah, where it's like we have a here's yeah, the plot. Yeah. I got a train. It's going really fast. I gotta get there, and then that's just that's all there is. And that's then and then it's just gags. And instead of gags, it's like action stuff. But like it's the same stuff, and that's really all you need to make a a movie that's gonna keep you hooked. Yep. Yeah, that that's a yeah, great that's point. A, that's a really cool point. The My... other thing I thought of while watching it is this is like a GTA rampage. And I know yeah. people I thought say that. that as well. I totally thought that as well. People yeah. say that about a lot of things, but this is the one where I felt felt it the most because the scenes like 
some of them are smart and stuff, but the dialogue is GTA cutscene level. The characters <laughs> yeah. are all caricatures, and then between that, it's destruction yeah. and you know, yeah. just the chases. I, I I do want to point out, I watched this with my father last night, and after it, he <laughs> compared it to John Cassavetes. I've never seen any John <laughs> Cassavetes, but that's a comparison that, if you wanted to think about, maybe you could. That's interesting. <laughs> I haven't I seen thought... much John Cassavetes, but I, I don't get it. I maybe haven't seen the right <laughs> Cassavetes. <laughs> I saw opening night, and it was a lot like this from what I remember. <laughs> Yeah, someone gets injected. Gina Rollins was uh, standing on motorcycles and backflips. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought of uh, Grand Theft Auto as well. I mean, yeah, right down to the uh, uh, questionable moral compass of the movie. Um, but, I, but yeah, I, I just appreciate that, like, you know, I feel like how many times have we talked about movies on this pod where we're like, you know, there's a, there's a really whack like central premise that's really interesting but it just doesn't go you know as far with it as it could or it doesn't commit to its premise you know fully or it doesn't marry that with like stylistic choices as much as it could though you could never say that about this movie at all (laughs) this is a movie that completely like dives headfirst in what it's trying to do and i would completely understand someone hating it but that's kind of what i have to respect of it like how could you not at least respect that it goes for it goes for it yeah and it does it completely and unapologetically and it yeah yeah and correctly i think yeah (laughs) yeah like every choice that was made i was like yep (laughs) correct absolutely yeah and there's so many moments where like you can see where it's going to like the one shot where the is he standing by a taco truck his like friend, oh, his yeah. little friend, and they, like, the nightlife, and then yeah, those shots like connect, so awesome. and you can see yes. it coming. And you're, like, so <laughs> I'm so good. excited! I'm so excited. <laughs> so but it still, it still pays off, right? Like I think that's why it's so effective is that they're not hiding any of the construction of it. It's like all out on the table, but it's yeah. still because yeah. it's so well done. You're still like totally there for the ride. Yeah, another letterbox review I saw is this guy Robert Franco, who thinks it's really funny, and he said the two worst guys from your film program with the worst taste and ideas made a movie, and it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's that's really good. Because yeah. really yeah. if you were but to the, try the... to pitch this movie, I think I would be upset with you. Like it, yeah, <laughs> there's no way it sounds good. I feel like if I read like just the screenplay, I'm like, this is awful like this is the worst thing ever. oh yeah like this might be i don't know if this is a case of like i feel like a lot of time you get the case of like good screenplay bad direction and like bad product i think this is the opposite where it's like a totally nothing screenplay that is just packaged so well yeah 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 i feel like every every decision was made was was like so in service of the general idea that like it every like everything works even though every individual thing that they do is absolutely despicable. <laughs> it all comes together. It's all packaged together as this one specific thing that is just being the most vile piece of shit movie ever, ever conceived, <laughs> which is perfect. Even, yeah, you can't even get mad. And exactly. Jason Statham is so good. He's so good. He's so this is good. the best ever vehicle for him, I think. He's like so good at acting. He's, it's like yeah, <laughs> his eyes are so big and he's so like frantic but not showing it. And he's like, like the only person in this movie. Like the cast is maybe like yeah, like ten people, and he 
he and he's yeah. on screen the entire time just with going, his face being so physical with how everything he moves <laughs> yeah I, and, I was yeah no i was watching this and i was like they really just i don't know how long it took them to film this but i'm like jason statham was just running for like four days straight mm-hmm. <laughs> saying <laughs> yeah. lines he was just yelling and running yeah which is like oh, it must have been so tiring he also he did all his own stunts yeah, yeah, yeah. And that helicopter one, because they were actually in the helicopter. Actually in the right? helicopter, yeah. And it shows, like, yeah. it's yeah. so freaky when, yeah. And he was actually falling through the air without a parachute at the end. Yeah, that yeah. looked great, too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you guys <laughs> could tell, yeah. yeah, that was actually real. <laughs> they actually injected him with the serum to make him run that fast. It was all, it they, did it, they did it in one take, I'm pretty sure, right? I think it was in one take. <laughs> they re- all if they did any cuts, they really hit the cuts well. Like, I didn't see any, yeah, so. Really <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't see them actually killed all those people. So, <laughs> yeah, I was no, I was thinking about how with the premium rush thing, uh, Ryan pointed out that it's like there's those cutscenes where it's like just in Joseph Gordon Levitt's mind, but then in reality, there's footage of Joseph Gordon Levitt like hitting people while he's on a bike. <laughs> I'm just like, there's just footage out there of Jason Statham doing crazy shit, <laughs> yeah. One of my favorite Statham clips ever is in the credits of Crank 2, where it shows him, like, you know, acting like he's being electrocuted and then getting shot, like, uh, kind of across a room. And you can see the crew just, like, in awe watching him. And it's uh, it's really amazing. They put it in the credits. That's so fun. Sounds great. I want to see that. Yeah, because he does... He doesn't talk a lot, right? Just all of his body motion and... But when he does talk, he says the F word, and he says it really, really he well. Says, he says fuck better than anybody, correct? That is a great point. It's really good. Like, no one else should be allowed to say it. Yeah, that's why I didn't say it, out of respect. <laughs> Can we swear yeah. in this pod? I, I don't know. <laughs> I, um, I think sometimes, I know I'm talking a lot, sorry. But I think sometimes about my box set of an actor what I would put oh, yeah. and in my box set of, like, if I wanted to show what this person is capable of. And I think I would just put like 10 copies of Crank and Crank 2 because it's so perfect for him. It's just stunts, which he, he is doing and you can see him doing and him yelling at people. It's like yeah. all his strengths. And he's so funny, like his expressions of like when he's panicked and stuff. Oh, yeah. He's so funny. As you said already, but so funny. Yeah. It's... And he's so charming, too. You're like not mad at him. Yeah. Even when yeah. when he, the, the Chinatown scene. Yeah. Oh, the Chinatown quite... scene was... <laughs> Like, I, I'm not a fan of that kind of stuff. You can't stop watching it because you're like, yeah. he's got to do it. You're really rude you weren't mad. Him. You weren't mad at him? <laughs> no. I feel like the, I feel like the, one of the things of the movie for me is that actually, like, it's very, and like, it, Seb and I were talking about these even before I saw the movie. And he mentioned this to me. And, and I, I totally agree watching it that, like, I think the movie like is aware of how much of a terrible asshole he is and how much you're like supposed to hate him. I guess it's the strength of like, or it's to the credit of Jason Statham that like he's still charismatic and you, you know, still so watchable despite how much like you absolutely despise this person. But I think like the movie knows how terrible of a person he is. Like people are constantly calling it out. Yeah. Yeah. I think if there's any doubt before the hospital scene, I remember even as a teenager watching that, I was like, okay, so the idea, he's like the villain. Because he's like <laughs> shoving over old wild. people, and like pointing a gun at a guy in a hospital bed. But because he's such a character, you're like, yeah, 
shut up guy in the hospital <laughs> you're, right, able, yeah. you're able to be there with him even though you know i mean i don't think i would be a fan of it but it <laughs> but because he plays this, it's like when you play gta right like you're yeah. mm-hmm. right you, you're able to like let yourself be that person for a little bit and indulge in that because it's so packaged and because it's so yeah fake yes do you mm-hmm. do you think they were like very aware of the gta thing because of like the video game packaging or like the tone like do you think that was something they were going for is like they're like we want to make it like a video game like he's a video game character because that is sort of like how they package the film like bookend it they have like a little video game Mm -hmm. after credits thing and then they have the like weird 8-bit opening yeah and he's a video game programmer that's what he says yeah 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 yeah, yeah. (laughs) I, Imagining I, Statham at a computer. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that a performance so I want to see. <laughs> but I, I definitely think this is part of a wave of like 2000s like bro action and crime that was like really prevalent that I think GTA is part of too. But this one, yeah. I, I, I'm with Adam in that um, I think it's more aware that this guy sucks and... Um, it just gets you so much into his headspace yeah. that mm-hmm. it's like, you, yeah, you are there with him. You're in his desperation and everything. And that's why I think it's a little weaker that um, it turns out he didn't kill the guy that, you know, sparked all of this. Mm. Because I like the idea that he's just a scumbag. He killed this guy and then that he had like this noble motivation to quit and everything, I think is something I don't like as much. Mm-hmm. That's, that's interesting. True. Yeah, that's well, interesting. I... I have thoughts on that, but I just wanted to say before moving to that, that I feel like you could also, you know, if you wanted to intellectualize it a bit, uh, you could say that it makes you think one could perhaps say this. Maybe I would say this, but maybe I'm also trying to distance myself from having this opinion (laughs) because maybe it's a really, really stupid thing to say. So I'm just saying maybe someone could say this. Uh, Seb, don't get, don't do that. Come on, <laughs> say it. You know, okay. it it can, <laughs> it can make you kind of reflect on like uh, action heroes in general, and kind of thinking of like, well, why do you like why do you usually root for the hero who <laughs> usually is like a destructive, uh, like selfish, uh, you know, whatever, like who only wants like their survival and yet is like positioned as the hero um you know i think you it you it, hey someone could say that and if it's you guys thought it was point. smart maybe i said that that points a 10 points <laughs> i i yeah i fully agree with that i was, I was going to say something similar or at least was going to say that someone could say that something similar when said was talking <laughs> yeah like i think every most most action movies are like that and most most yeah. a lot of movies in general have very if regards to the scene in Chinatown, um, a lot of a lot of action movies have like arguably rape scenes that are portrayed as being very romantic, where the hero takes advantage of the woman, and then there's there's an abuse there, and it's not really addressed by the movie because the movie isn't aware of that. And this doesn't this this has a scene that is very direct about what's happening, um, and along with everything else that's happening, like every everything's so direct. This guy's bad. There's this shit's bad. This we're watching a vile film. We're having a blast, and that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. yeah and yeah, we're still I, asking you to cheer for him like we're still asking you to be on his side somehow yeah there is a shift in the chinatown scene i don't want to stay on it for too long where it seems like it becomes more consensual and i don't know if that makes the scene better or worse um 
but it, it like there i think there's a definite shift in it when we're supposed to think like that yeah. she's into what's happening yeah. which probably makes it worse <laughs> yeah definitely not and then there's the scene in the car as well where i think they yeah. don't they don't oh, yeah. totally land on yeah 100 percent. but yeah yeah <laughs> The scene in the car was in like one of many where Luke and I were like, "This is just like a thirteen-year-old wrote this." Like, <laughs> yeah. But even even oh, in that, absolutely. like as much as as much as yeah, okay, the the script or whatever is is what it is. That was one of the scenes we were watching, and I was like, Jason Statham was so good with his face. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's he's doing three things at once, and he's able to do all of them while driving a car. So even though he's doing a bad thing. His acting is really good. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, definitely. It's funny we keep talking about Jason Statham because I, I read on Wikipedia this movie was originally supposed to be a Johnny Knoxville film. The guy Boo. from Jackass. Yeah. What? Yeah, that was how it was originally no pissed. No way. Pit, pit. I feel like that yeah. says a lot about like the original tone of it. Like how, like the original intentions of the script. Yeah, it probably would have just been like a bumbling comedy as opposed to an action film, yeah. right? I, that, yeah. I can't imagine Johnny Knoxville doing anything that Statham does. Man. Yeah, even that, yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's interesting. I think they made a good choice with Statham. Yeah, Maybe Statham would have makes played it... as more of... Sorry, sorry oh, no. go ahead. I just think Statham makes it real in a way. Like, he makes it believable. At least it's like... This is an action hero we've seen in other stuff before. And then look at what he's doing, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think it probably would have, you know, I, I sort of think this still kind of is like an action satire in a way. If you do read it as kind of like the most extreme action movie ever. But I think if it was Knoxville, it might have been like a more kind of obvious like satire, I guess, in a way. Like, which I, or it would have just been a comedy and it would have been bad, a really immature comedy. <laughs> um but I think either either one of those scenarios would have been worse than the version that we have, which is far more interesting. Agreed. I'd be curious to see these guys work with Knoxville, though. I haven't seen Action Point, which is like his movie where he has a theme park that's breaking down and it's basically mm -hmm. supposed to be a stunt movie. And I do like stunt movies, like the idea of them, as you, as you said, MJ, it goes back to like Buster Keaton. Um, but I've heard action point, they don't, they just don't shoot what he's doing very well. And I think these guys um, really make you, you know, notice the stunts and how impressive they are, but not take away from the, the story. Yeah, definitely. I, can we talk a bit about how these guys shoot movies? Neville Dean Taylor? Because it's, it's batshit. Like they're on... You see on the Wikipedia? Oh, yeah, the, the like... A and B camera? <laughs> yeah, they're like, they, they shoot this, the directors shoot the whole movie themselves on roller skates, like a on the car like like, in many of these car chases they are holding onto the back of the car shooting it with like a digital camera. What? Is, there, is there footage of this there is yeah you can find on youtube like they're just like riding around on skateboards and stuff filming this right as they're right there and i think that's that's part, wild yeah it's like when when the camera looks like stressed out as stressed out as he does it's because they're probably really stressed out on the back of a car <laughs> trying to shoot a movie like is that that's why? real DIY filmmaking on a massive scale? I kind of love when films like you're watching them and it's like a chase scene or you're following a character who's like running away and you can tell that the camera dude's just running so hard <laughs> behind and like you see that like motion of the camera that like matches like the like the protagonist motion. I guess I'm like that just like gets the adrenaline like so up there when it's like the, your filmmaking mm -hmm. matches like your protagonist and it's sort of like 
they are one. Yeah, definitely. Oh. All right. Should we head down to the avenues? It seems early. It seems early. What's done? What's done's really stuck in you in your minds? I like the I like the part where he taunts the cop a lot. I like the part, yeah. there's a part oh, where yeah. he walks oh, up yeah, to a cop, rules. pulls the gun out, and just is like dangling in front of the cop's face and being like, "Here, piggy, here, piggy, take it." And then <laughs> you want this piggy? You want this yeah. Piggy? And then he like gets on the motorcycle and does donuts to taunt him even more, and then drives away with the cop like trying to stay on. It is so good. It's so good. I, I love that the first really big stunt is the the car just like breaking down on the escalator is that yeah that's an escalator Mm -hmm. um and he's like crawling out of the window but then everything's still sort of like i don't know nobody's like people are like running and they're like getting out of the way but nobody's like oh evacuate the ball everybody's just kind of like uh gonna get out of this dude's way let him do his thing go on with his life (laughs) (laughs) just make sure i'm not caught in the crossfire that whole car chase through the uh, through the mall and then up the other that that was the first one where my jaw was like <laughs> my jaw went from here. So can someone describe where my jaw is right now? It's that like normal jaw, normal jaw jaw position. Just yeah. <laughs> and then suddenly, when that happened, I was like, <laughs> Adam literally took his bottom jaw off. Um, he's holding it in his hand. It's on the floor. He threw it across the room, down the stairs. Ow. Ow. His tongue is falling out and it's rolling out. It's making a red carpet. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, is that Jason Statham? <laughs> and the other one that really made me that made me do that was when <laughs> when he shoots the guy with the gun where the hand the guy's hand oh my is god, yeah. he like I guess the, he gets he cuts the guy's hand off or whatever and then he picks it up but the hand is still on the gun and then he shoots someone else with the guy's hand still on oh that was that was hilarious so <laughs> it's why I feel like it feels so realistic because they left all these details in where it's like yeah. yeah you would have to do that you would have to take the guy's hand off of the gun because you, you cut his hand off with the cleaver. I love, I also love, like, how they pay attention. They're like, we're not going to be one of those. Even though it's, like, the smallest, like, action detail that people clown on, but everybody forgives it where it's, like, oh, unlimited bullets or an unlimited ammo, like, anything. And you just mm-hmm. constantly, there's, they pay attention to, like, having every sort of, like, at the end of every scene, he, like, puts down the gun he was using and picks up someone else's and then, like, continues <laughs> on. Or it's, like, in that, yeah, in that alleyway fight also where it's, like, he was in the pool right before with all his clothes on, so obviously his gun's not going to work. Um, that's such a good scene where he's like he's so wet (laughs) 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 but there's all there's always these moments of like like between all of the big stunt scenes these like kind of like even when he gets out of the car in that first big stunt where he's like it's sort of like a calm he just jumps out and then kind of jumps down and walks and i don't know i feel like that's why it also feels really real that even if you're running for your life and you're trying to get the antidote, whatever, whatever, there's going to be these lulls where like, yeah, you just have to like get somebody on the phone or you have to be from point A, mm. point A to point B. And it's just not, even though you're running, it's like, it's not as fast and it's kind of like a reprise from everything else. And I thought this, I'm trying to think there was the other, um, where he's running and he's on the phone with the doctor and he's just going, Oh, yep, I love that. Got it. I love oh, yeah, it. So yeah. 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 Check. That's the <laughs> best like dialogue he's ever fucking, written. He's really, really good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I was gonna say on on favorite stunts, I I love. I think this is the only movie where putting someone in a in a hospital gown and like seeing their butt is actually funny because he's doing stunts like in the hospital gown and he's actually naked. Um, and I think the funniest thing in the whole movie is right after that scene where he's like on the phone and the guy's like, "You probably have a hard on right now," and he's like, "Yep." And then he runs up and he sees the drawing of himself on the news, which is so funny, which is my background. And then um, one guy notices and like looks at him and then the drawing and then looks down and sees that he has a heart on. I also love movie. I love the scene transitions with, with like actual Google Maps that they, they just like yeah. pan up oh, from yeah. the Google Maps to another point and it just says the says the, the place in really big font. It's like who else has ever done that before? Thought that they could just do that. <laughs> And they just did. I think they had to pay Google for that. Like, how do they? They have Google Maps just on the nah, screen. They're not going to get caught. <laughs> yeah, they, no one watched. No, no one from Google knows about this movie, so they're safe. <laughs> it's so digital, right? It yeah. feels like absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And even like, and it tells you right away the first opening scene where everything is like wobbly. You're like, ah, this he, is not like other movies. He like actually glitches <laughs> out when he gets angry and like throws the the, the TV across the room. Like, yeah. It's so good. so good. So good. Oh, yeah, yeah. A multimedia experience, I would say. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. The movie just does so much. It's like everything that you could do, they are doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they like I win. Love it. Oh, sorry, go on. Oh, I was just going to say, it's like they went on like premiere for the first time ever and they're like opened <laughs> up like the effects panel and they're just like, what can I use? <laughs> <laughs> But it's really embracing of the digital of its digital aesthetic, like, and yeah. it's really like, you know, it's it's the same kind of thing we're saying about how the movie just takes everything to the max. Like it, it it's really, uh, yeah, just out outright and upfront and over the top with like how much it embraces digitality <laughs> in its aesthetic in a in a way that like. I assume was is probably off putting for a lot of people, but I found like just really creative and looked awesome and like it reminded me of like those like uh two thousands Michael Mann films like Miami Vice mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. absolutely and freaking like collateral and stuff that like they look like odd and weird and digital and you know, but it's it's so it's just I don't know. It just looks so. It's just awesome. Like it really embraces it in a cool way. It's so intentional. It doesn't try to right? pretend yeah. to be something else. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Like it's so so purposeful. So many digital films are like trying to look like they're shot on film, and this movie is just completely not concerned with that. At That's an Angley. Yeah. That's yeah. An Angley quote. Oh yeah. 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 I when I saw Ang- Angley. Angley. Yeah, it's like not a big deal. I was like sitting and he in the in TIFF and he was there. So we're like we're pals now. But he said, and "You're like, like you've seen Crank," and he's like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah." He's like, "Come over," and I'm like, "Yeah, right." <laughs> um, but I saw him when they screened Gemini Man like three years ago or whatever, um, and he was like, "Yeah, I don't understand why digital's it's a new medium. So why do we try to make it look like film? Like why do we put lens flares and why are we shooting at 24 and doing all of these mm. sorts of things? Like it's supposed to look like something different and." And he's very aware that like people will think his movies look ugly because of that. Um, but he's like, it's just because you're not used to it. Because everyone else is treating you like they think that you can't handle something different. But I'm yeah. giving you exactly what it, what it is, right? And responding to that. Yeah, Ang- those Ang Lee films are a great example of that as well. When I, saw, when I saw Gemini Man in theaters in high frame rate, it looked like... <laughs> 
other world. Like, that was something I'd never seen before. Mm-hmm. And yeah. It freaking blew my mind. I loved it. I mean, unfortunately, I didn't get to see Billy Lynn in theaters in high frame. Yeah. Mm. But hopefully one day. <laughs> one day. Phase three. But I also think, like, the digital thing, they almost look like um, home video cameras at times. And it just adds to this idea that you're seeing, like, the stunts are really happening. They don't look, like, super produced and stuff. It's like... I can see why they were thinking about Knoxville because it it feels like you're watching Jackass or something. You're just watching mm. him do these like stunts um, in real life. But thank God they didn't choose Knoxville because yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh my then God. we wouldn't have picked him. Yeah, then we would have picked Craig too. How are they replacing him with Jason Statham? Oh yeah, I don't even know any other action stars who could pull it off like Statham did. Like, Bendel- well, there's not that many who do do their own stunts these days true action stars these days all right (laughs) (laughs) a lot of a lot of the great stunt guys um and stunt action stars are in the direct-to-video action movies which i've started to get into a little bit it's a guy called scott atkins who's australian who's very cool Mm. and like people like donnie yen and and tony jaw and stuff Mm -hmm. who are really amazing but some of but uh, a lot of them aren't as charismatic as as statham is nice it's all in the face. <laughs> it's all right here. And I'm just, I know I said this like three times when we were watching it, but I'm so shocked that he's not like more jacked. He looks like a yeah. regular. <laughs> when he's like doing his regular guy stuff, you're like, oh, it's like a regular dude. And it's not until he gets in the hospital gown and he's jumping around. We were like, no, he's like really good at using all of his muscles. But he's still <laughs> not like, like if you saw The Rock or like, I was just talking to someone who saw like Jason Momoa like on Adelaide like last week and like well, you can't miss him because he's like he's like half so the street big yeah <laughs> but jason statham's not big he's like he's just, fit he's, he's just, like just jacked yeah we need to talk about yeah. his like, physicality so much <laughs> yeah, this movie's about me. the physicality yeah yeah i will it, say Oh, I was just gonna say when he rocked up in that like uh like tracksuit, I was like, oh yeah, this is how Jason Statham is supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> like that's his uniform. They they did no wardrobe on this film. He just came to set yeah. in his own clothes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. It's low budget. Actually, Jason Statham just did everything. He was his own craft service. Um, <laughs> he brought his box lunch the box lunch from home. <laughs> Well, do you guys know what Statham was before he was an actor? He uh, was, was a model and worked on the black market. <laughs> really? <Is> that true. <laughs> That's uh, you... allegedly. But I, I'm pretty sure he was also an Olympic diver, or at oh, least. Oh yeah, like, he was uh, a diver. He was like on the. Really? He was on the like the London Whoa. National or like the UK National like divers circuit. That is which so I think cool. makes his his physique make a little more sense yeah. as an action star, mm-hmm. and even his movement. Mm-hmm. Um, which so is something right. I've always thought was was interesting about him. That's that very he wasn't like originally a martial artist. That's cool. No, yeah. but he was into. Yeah. I read his Wikipedia page, and apparently, while he was working at some job, he would also practice martial arts. But that wasn't until like later in life. Um, right. mm. It was, was post diving career, but pre film career that he got into martial arts and boxing. Cool. Was he always like a jacked action star? Was he did he do anything before that? He started off in Guy Ritchie films. Oh right. So okay. his first his first film was Lockstock, um, which like of course that's Jason Statham <laughs> in that. 
Um, but the opening of Lockstock is so great, and it's one of the great uh, Statham scenes because Guy Ritchie actually spotted him selling stuff on the street. And so the first scene of Lockstock is him just selling stuff on the street and doing like banter with people as they go by. And he's so good at it and he's so charismatic. And it's literally the opening of the movie. And it's like, okay, this guy's going to be a star. That's so good. Sounds great. You should watch that. Awesome movie. Do you you think it's ironic that, uh, because this movie is about someone who like can't, you know, like can't slow down, um, can't stop like even for a moment. But his name is Jason Stay Some. <laughs> that is nice. Yes. Jason Statham. Wait, I don't get like, it. Like, like, don't, Wait, Adam, I don't get like, it. Not, like, don't go any, like, you know, like, stay. <laughs> what? Did, oh, nice what? one. Nice one. <laughs> <laughs> Adam's, Adam's, Adam's <laughs> left. <laughs> Adam did the opposite of like, stay. It feels like at like the start of COVID, like a politician would see that there's a Statham movie coming out, and they would tweet, "Jason, stay at home, kids." <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. Do we um, want to go down the avenue? Oh, I Seems have like the time. I have actors for the avenue. Um, I've for anyone who doesn't know, possibly our guests. Uh, we tend to take a stroll or a drive down Whack Actor Avenue and talk about the cast of the movie, any performances that stood out, or any people you want to point out that you think are interesting. Uh, Nara, you want to start us off? Okay, uh, same scene. They are at the shirt factory scene. Two people that I wanted to point out. One, uh, the guy who gets thrown off the roof is Hector from Fast and Furious. Yeah. Um, <laughs> two, the guy that he's talking to inside the shirt factory like i i don't know he's wearing a blue shirt or something he's just some dude is the actor who plays uh eli weevil navarro from veronica mars for anyone who is a fan of veronica (laughs) mars so that's it um i was very excited when i saw those two people i was like wow actors (laughs) they do be in movies huh (laughs) they do be in movies um they don't really do much they are just kind of typecast and being stereotypes but you know what fun to see some familiar faces (laughs) i think there's a lot of really good supporting performances in this i really like efren ramirez you know most famous as pedro in napoleon dynamite as Mm -hmm. uh, statham's friend uh who is just so disrespected by by statham and the film (laughs) but i think he's good I just felt so bad when Statham's using him as a human shield, even though, you know, it fits with the character and everything. He's actually in the second one. He, he plays a different character who's a friend of Jason Statham's in the second movie. That's what I was thinking, because yeah. I was so confused when he died. I <laughs> no, was like, I swear he's in the second one. He plays a different guy. I don't remember who he is, but he's a <laughs> totally different character who's also abused by Statham. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. yeah, super weird. I want to talk about Dennis. Because Dennis from It's Always Sunny Philadelphia, oh, yeah. or the show is in this, um, which I think is pretty. He, he kills it in the hospital. He's, a, he's, he's the a doctor, exact same character. Exact same character. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I, I think he does a good job. I think the the girlfriend when she has the hiccups, best. Oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah. That's so good. <laughs> so funny because it's like this little burst of like you get to breathe for a second because he's like. 
he's he's like he's got to tell her the truth and they got to get out but she's got the hiccups <laughs> she's the trophy wife that i dream i can be someday that's that's really what i want is to be her i, I adore her in this yeah she's great amy smart mm-hmm. she was unjustified which i'm obligated to point out never yeah. someone was from justified the cab driver was also unjustified what's justified all right that was my favorite show oh cool i love it it's a great show yeah, good show. <laughs> yeah, my, my favorite also. Yeah. Like was there anyone else from Justified? It was just it was just just them two? Just those two in this one. Uh, that's, that's Chester Bennington from Lincoln Park, rest in pieces yes. in this very briefly. Very strange cameo. Very strange cameo. Wait, when when was he He's in He's in the pharmacy. He tells him to take the nasal spray. He does oh, nothing okay. else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I think he's also in the second one, if I remember rightly. He's probably just. I remember a a blooper where Statham. There's a part where Statham in the second one is like rubbing himself on people. I can't remember (laughs) why. And I think he does it to Chester from Lincoln Park. He rubs some people for static electricity. Yeah, for electricity. It's science. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Oh, yeah. I think it might literally. Oh, wow. (laughs) There's not even any Lincoln Park on the soundtrack. Shame. It would have fit right in. He was too busy. Yeah, you had the guy, yeah. Yeah, he was too busy being in the movie Why to make you any music. music. You get the guy. <laughs> you got the guy. Uh, anyone else? I truly do not remember. Yeah, it's pretty um, fast. I, I can't remember the character's name. The first guy he goes to see, who's in the bar, that like majority black bar. I mean, it's not a good scene. And, uh, yeah. Whatever, oh, yeah, but I was... think that guy's really solid. Like I think, mm-hmm. um, even just in that scene, like he really comes across like a an actual person among like yeah. He was like that was like the most grounded performance in the whole film. I thought, <laughs> yeah. and he was like That's true. the only yeah. guy. He was like very reasonable with uh, with Statham. He was like <laughs> kind of trying to calm him down. Which <laughs> <laughs> no, and everything else in the film is so so heightened. The doctor's another one. The doctor's another one. Dwight Yoakam oh, plays oh, the yeah. doctor. He's a really good country, oh, yeah. country singer. He's a country singer. He's he, really good. And an actor. And an actor. Yeah. Um, also, fun anecdote for my. And a doctor. Yeah, and a doctor. <laughs> another fun dad anecdote while we were watching that when Dwight Yoakam first came on, my dad was like, "Who is that? I think I I recognize him." And then I was like, "Oh, it's Dwight Yoakam." And he's like, "Oh yeah, has he been in other movies?" And then I listed a bunch of movies, and my dad was like, "Oh yeah, I've actually seen all of those." So. <laughs> seen every single one. <laughs> Um, I also uh, totally forgot Jose Pablo Cantillo as um, uh, Verona. I think is fantastic. And the way he says oh, Chelios yeah. is so funny. I'll never forget, like him in the first scene, like screaming it at Statham. It's so funny. Uh, every time they said Verona, I like couldn't help but think of Ten Things I Hate About You, because like Patrick Verona. <laughs> so that was like a very weird experience to be having um while watching it but you know what still there maybe next time i watch 10 things i hate about you i'll just think of craig the entire time which i think would be a a weirder experience (laughs) um Um, should we spin the official sound whack oh please we already kind of discussed the soundtrack this is where we discuss the soundtrack anything stood out to you it's um, good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> can, can I? Fix it for kids. I mean, 
you know, silly rabbit. Yeah, this, Nara, this you isn't have something on, probably more interesting. This isn't on the official soundtrack no, sorry, for this film. Um, I also don't have any fun facts about it like I did for G.I. Joe. But my friend Ryan, friend of the pod Ryan, wrote a song called Crank 2 about, vaguely about the movie Crank 2. Um, <laughs> if you want to, if you wish to can listen to it. Can we play it? Can we play it? I can. Is, can yeah get ryan's permission to play it during the podcast <laughs> yeah did you want me to like play it right now like out loud of my computer speaker did you want you were just gonna do that in post or like what are you gonna do what's your what's your i was thinking we like play it right now in in post or like we like in the we'll put it in in post right now okay should we should we for pre- the audience to listen to should it? we pretend like we all just listen to it like we mm-hmm. we react to listening to the song um <laughs> Absolutely, sure. Okay. Great song. Good job, Great Ryan. Song. Incredible. Ryan, that was incredible. I love it the lyricism. Really, it really song. encapsulates the feeling of Crank 2, which I have not watched. Um, Evocative. Yeah. Yeah. All of it that. Made me feel. Feels good. So sorry if anyone hears my neighbors. They appear to be howling. Yeah, I did hear oh. that, and I was kind of confused at first. but Or possibly mooing. I mean, it's 8.30, so... <laughs> that's mood time <laughs> yeah. late, actually, but... it's five o'clock somewhere yeah. Yeah. Um, oh. before we do our scores oh Nar- mm-hmm. no I just thought mm-hmm. about something else that was crazy that I was talking about today because I saw Ryan so we talked about this movie a bit but when this movie was initially proposed when, when I got the message on slack being like hey MJ and Evie want to do crank earlier that day i was sitting in a parking lot in kensington market with the homie ryan the homie daniel and the homie noah uh noah and ryan who you might recognize from this podcast if you are an avid listener um daniel who you might recognize from life if you've ever seen daniel in real life (laughs) um but they were talking about crank and crank 2 just like earlier that day so i was very hyped when i got that message um, and I think it was Destiny. I had a teacher in uh, 
in high school. You two who went to ESA know him. Familiar. He was really, really into the Crank movies. Really? That's he mentioned them so multiple fun. times. Yeah, how much he loved the Crank movies. <laughs> and uh, I'd never seen them, but uh, it always intrigued me because it didn't seem like the kind of thing he'd be into at all. He's very... Uh, I don't really want to say anything. I, I, I don't want to... I don't want to speak of him on that. That would be rude to him. I like him. Good guy. Can we get him on the pod or what? Is he is he is he on? Is he coming on or what? I want to meet him. He would probably come on if we asked him. Yeah, he would. Yeah. I feel like he probably was into you know like it, they they are this movie's pretty uh, singular and sort of mm-hmm. experimental for a like a, a Hollywood blockbuster. Like it's I don't know. I can't really point to many other. You know, there's other films that, like, I, I love that have a similar energy. Like, even, like, Speed Racer, my favorite flick. Like, or, like, a like a Hulk, speaking of Ang Lee. Um, but, you know, I, like, the, you know, they have a similar energy and, like, kind of cutting style and shooting style. Um, well, not exactly the same kind of shooting style, but you know what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I don't, I can't really think of many other, like, comparables for this aside from honestly like video games <laughs> like honestly like gta like we were saying yeah i think they the two of them are pretty singular and i was gonna ask before we did our scores uh if anyone's seen their other work um because i actually really like their movie gamer i went in with very low expectations but i actually think that's kind of an interesting movie gerard butler there's a guy using him as a video game character that's very weird so um, okay. and uh, Mom and Dad, which I think one of only one oh, of them yeah. made, oh, yeah. where Nicholas Cage and, and Summer Blair are trying to kill their kids. I my mom and dad, dad. My mom and Dad loved Mom and Dad, which maybe I should be concerned oh, nice. about. But... Oh, really? <laughs> oh, the Mom and Dad seal of approval. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ding. Mom and uh, Dad yeah. is not for me. That is fun. Do they anyway. just like really like video games? Like, is that their thing? They're just like really. Are they like they didn't like? Was there like th- both of them? Did they both have the exact same like life projection? Where they're like, I'm gonna become a video game programmer. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna be so successful at it, and then that didn't happen. So then they made movies about video games. Their plan B awesome. for becoming a, a famous video game developer was making famous <laughs> movies, <laughs> and it somehow yeah. worked out. They were like, they secretly really wanted to make Wreck It Ralph. Um, to, like they wanted to also be involved in those projects, but they this just can't get it. Down Wreck-It succeed. Ralph. This is like Wreck It Ralph IRL. <laughs> yeah, Wreck It Chef. <laughs> Another thing that ties this to games that I forgot until right now. The first. Uh, scene of the movie is first person mm-hmm. oh yeah mm-hmm. remember that oh, right, right. so it's very much kind of orienting you to like watch it in that that kind of video game way if you if you so choose mm-hmm. i chose this, <laughs> this doesn't matter at all but in the first scene i thought it was funny that they have a shot of him watching the film on a pre-burned dvd yeah, they have sh- like a shot of him watching the DVD. Yeah, and that was very confusing to me. But it it's art house. Matter. Yeah, <laughs> actually, I was gonna say another film that I would say is va- that I 
I don't know if it's that comparable, but that I thought of in the way that it's sort of like cartoonish, unrelenting violence was Free Fire. Um, although that is like a bit different um, with the way it's like constructed and everything. And there's like, I would say more character stuff in that one, even though there's not very much. But like, again, with like this sort of like cartoonish violence and these like caricatures of people. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like the most the one thing that I sort of like thought of to compare it to while I was watching it. Yeah. Hardcore Henry also. Oh, yeah. 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 Which is not as good. Not one. as good as this. <laughs> Feels like it's trying to be this in a lot of ways, actually. But I, I'd seen that before. I this was my first time watching Crank. Um, Do you think you could make so Crank know. in twenty twenty one? Or do you think this is a movie you can only make? I don't know. In 2006? But in, yeah, 2006. 2006. No, no. It's a great question. I think people get away with a lot worse. I don't know if there'd be, like, someone would give you the budget to make Crank 3. Or, or Crank as an original movie that's, like, a stunt-based movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um in the way that they got to do this. Um, Like the Netflix action movies and stuff are a lot cheaper, Hmm. I think. It makes me think of um, Spree, which I only half watched. Oh yeah. But you watched all of Spree. Spree is kind of comparable. But it's sort of, yeah, like that it's using media of the time as like another lens. Yeah. Because I don't think you could do the same aesthetic right now. Like it would be- it would have to be like wait, it would probably be like spree, it'd be like it a webcam. It would probably movie. be like spree, yeah. You'd be him holding his phone the whole time. Or whatever. I want to see Chef Shelley's right. TikTok account. You're right. That'd be <laughs> Yeah. That'd be great. Maybe in Crank Three, it's like his son. And his son's like uh, 17 and on TikTok. Baby crank. Baby crank. <laughs> the other movie I Crank Generations. Yeah. The other movie I kind of thought of Crank the Next Legacy. <laughs> the other movie I kind of thought of comparing this to is maybe like Mad Max Fury Road in just like how it's a mm-hmm. very very simple oh, yeah. plot that's just about moving a lot and that came out in 2014 with that did pretty well I maybe if it, it was like a prestige movie the fans were like clamoring for it like this mm-hmm. like a crank three could happen yeah but I think it couldn't have the same aesthetic oh though. definitely not like it no. yeah yeah because mm-hmm. even if you if you tried to do it in the same like early or mid 2000s sort of vibe I think it would feel like reductive definitely because mm-hmm. you're not, you're not, it's not, you're not in 2006. Yeah. So you're kind of making mm-hmm. up that aesthetic. So it would have to be on TikTok. That, that's yeah. basically what I'm trying to say. The entire movie takes place <laughs> in TikTok And it's videos. all portrait mode. Yeah. <laughs> you, watch cool. it, you watch it on Which your phone. <laughs> yeah. That would be dope. That would be really dope. Like Nolan and Tendo yes. on your phone. Neville Dean and Taylor yes, haven't made a movie together. challenges. They yeah, a, they got in a fight. <laughs> they might have gotten a fight. They haven't worked together since like 2011. Unfortunately, they've been making their own movies privately. Big fight. Oh, no, they must have. Right. Damn. They must have gotten too much crank or too something. Too much crank. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do know like it. that they're. They have a slap. They just yeah, Neville Dean like, slash Taylor. Yeah, yeah. It's the Neville Dean slap. What is it? Neville Dean slash what? Taylor. Taylor. Yeah. 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 One or the other. Not both of them. I never it's saw Ghost Rider two. I heard it was bad. But that I think is the last one they made together. Oh yeah, I saw Ghost Rider too. How was it? Any good? Any thoughts? Was it bad? <laughs> no, that was, uh, it was all right. Uh, Better no, or worse uh, than Crank? Is... 
Oh, worse, yeah. But, okay. you know, his head was flames. That was pretty awesome. <laughs> I'm like, come on. He's Ghost Rider. His bike was flames, too. Yeah. <laughs> He's a ghost who is flames. Like, you're... You're trying to tell me that's not a great flick? <laughs> no, I, I really, I, I vague, I only vaguely remember it, but I do remember there being some sort of, like, spirit of the vengeance or something. <laughs> you know? Was there a ghost in Ghost Rider? <laughs> Universal yeah. uh, Ghost Rider two joke. That's really good. I'm really happy. Is that, that's that. what it's called, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, on on that triumphant note, should we head over and do our scores? Sure. Absolutely. Wah. Absolutely. Um, guess uh, we uh, score the movie on a scale of one to five, five being the most whack, one being the least whack, whack being whatever you want. Um, maybe we should start, though, you know, give you time to think. Oh, I got my whack score. Do you want to go? I'm going to give it a three. And do I have to justify it? Is that also part of the, the gambit? You can. You, you want to. You don't have to. I'm going to say... Um, I, 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 I feel that it's quite low. I've given it a, like, a low score based on how like bananas the film is. But I think because it it's purposefully bananas, it doesn't feel that whack to me. Because I think mm. if you watch it, you're like, the movie's whack. And it's like, you weren't paying attention. Because I think this movie was really smart. Yeah. And I don't think they thought that it was whack when they were making it. Like, as, like, a single... Like, if it, if it exists within a vacuum, I don't think it's that whack. But in, like, the context of other movies, then the whack goes up. But only to a three. That's my justification. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Well, good justification. Uh, MJ, do you want to go next? I still, I have to. I still have to think. You guys can all go. I really gotta. Okay. <laughs> There's infinite numbers in between zero and five, so it is hard. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Now, I was listening to an app recently where someone got mad at doing decimal points. Are we allowed to do decimal points? <laughs> we can, right, do, we decimal can points. do decimal points. What was? What did someone get mad at? That was way back when someone got mad about decimal points. I've listened to every. Maybe episode. It's happened a couple times. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, thank you for listening. First off, that's fun. I appreciate it. Um, we should have shouted you out. Shout out MJ for we shout out everyone, everyone who listens. <laughs> everyone who's ever told us they've listened, we shouted them out. So. Um, Nara, do you want to go? I can go. Um, I was, when I was watching this, I was like, this is a five. This is five whack. This is so whack. But then as we were talking about Jason Statham, I'm like, and versus Johnny Knoxville, I think it'd be more whack if it was Johnny Knoxville. And Jason Statham <laughs> being in this just makes too much sense. So it's gonna bump it down to a four like a a four point five for me. Four point five whack. Four point five. Also good night, Ryan. Good night, Ryan. <laughs> good night, Ryan. Um Sebi? I think this is the full five for me. And I would say that because I, I totally understand the points made. I just think, like, um, there's the edge of, like, this feeling that the people who made this are extremely juvenile and think a lot of this stuff is really cool. I do think they know what they're doing, <laughs> but there's still this little bit of edge of, like, maybe these guys don't know what they're doing. And it keeps you on the edge for me the whole time. 
Um, and to me, to me, it's a five experience to me as a whole. It's a good mm-hmm. answer. Adam? Yeah, I honestly can't tell. I mean, I, I do think that uh, they're mostly aware and I do think it's smart. I don't like when it comes to all the racist stuff that's in it. Oh, I don't yeah. know how I don't know how much that was like, a, you know, a, an aware like yeah. <laughs> deacons. Like, I don't think that was part of the deconstruction of like action films. I think that's just no, how they, they were making any how their mind works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think everybody was racist in 2000. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's just how their mind works. So there's a lot of stuff where it's like, yeah, I, it's, but you know, hey, uh, I don't know where I know where I was going with that. <laughs> 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 yeah, I think there's a lot of stuff that's like juvenile, just because it's from uh, the point of view of uh, juvenile people. But there is also stuff that, yes, yeah, absolutely very aware of, like, its juvenility in, in a smart and thoughtful way. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I really enjoy watching the film. I think it's really risk-taking and interesting and, and unique. And I'm going to give it a 4.5. Hell yeah. Same score. Score twins. Uh, <laughs> for, I swear I'm not confident. I rated this it's movie fine. on Letterboxd to 5, but that's out of 5 out of 5 wow. points for... I don't know. Oh, something for else. For stars. Yeah, it's out of five stars, yeah. not out of five whack. In terms of whackness, I feel like because there is a sequel, this cannot be Max Whack. Because if it was Max Whack, they wouldn't have need to make a second movie. So I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it a four point two five on the whack score. Four point two five? Yeah, yeah. I don't understand why that was upsetting. <laughs> Because <laughs> now the whack, now the score is gonna be weird. Yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe I'll make it. Maybe I'll make it a four point uh, three. No, no, repeating. stick, stick by your back. No, no. Yeah. no. <laughs> a weird score on the wackometer. Wait, sorry. <laughs> wait, is it a, is it a four point three repeating? No, I'll do four point two five. I don't want to make you do that. Okay. okay. <laughs> We're gonna be here all day. <laughs> That's an infinite oh, amount of oh, oh, I. Sorry, the wackometer booting up? Is it booting up? Um, and the official wax score for this. MJ, you're going to be so happy. The official wax score is 4.25. Wow. So I was right. Is that what you're saying? You were, yeah, you're you're right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they told me I was wrong for so long, and I've been proved. I've proven them all. <laughs> is, is they the four of us? Yes. <laughs> for so long. Is that I've the highest so far for this series? Got it. Uh, that is the highest so far. Wow, the one to beat. Yes, it wow, is the one to beat. Wow, wow, wow. Whack. Well, we gotta, we, we gotta find another series. We gotta do like a sequel series or something and do Crank Two. Mm. Oh yeah. And MJ and Evie, you gotta come yeah, back. Yeah, you gotta to come back. Oh, happily watch. So, gotta so, come back so, to Prank yeah. too. Come on. Huge. Okay. We should do just okay. Jason Jason Statham series. That'd be fun. Oh, oh. hell yeah! Bald oh, actors. I mean, or bald. I mean, yeah. So join us next week when we do. Uh, is it bald? <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. A five on the yeah, balls. Yeah. Five bald men appeared in this yeah. Die Hard Four. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty bald, I guess. Yeah. There was a little bit of hair growing in. I don't know. Um, <laughs> everyone who's listening, come to Pony House Presents Neighborhood. Yes. And if you don't, then uh, 
You're making a wrong. You're making a the a wrong decision. That means you hate. I mean, let me you tell you hate that. local arts. Yeah. So. If you if you don't come, at least buy a couple tickets so that we can support the artist. Because you don't have yeah. to be there. You can yeah. just give us money. I don't care if you watch, but if, as long as you pay us. <laughs> and then you can be on your couch. Yeah. But you get to win so many raffle things. Yes. There's so much raffle raffle work. There's, there's a bunch oh, yes. of raffle things. You can get so many yes. things. You can get things like gift certificates, tote bags, records, a ring, um... One stickers ring? one ring one <laughs> there's one ring up for grabs it's a nice ring it's a really yeah. nice ring um i'm there's sure if there's a book yeah a book Can i'm sure it? if more people Shirts. wanted chances at rings i could go out and buy some ring pops if people wanted more than one <laughs> ring, um, ring yeah ring pop yeah. in each one yeah that's a great yeah. idea <laughs> absolutely that's a genius. Um, anyone if, if if you attend if you attend neighborhood and you tell us, we'll get you a ring pop. We'll give you a ring pop. Wow. That, That's a promise we make from, right now. Straight from Insomniac. <laughs> straight from Insomniac. We will bring you a ring pop. What if like if a, you are you gotta within, send us the but it's the though. same. It's the same. Yeah, ring you pop. have to show proof. Oh, we're, we're gonna buy. We're gonna buy pop. one ring pop, and everybody gets some. There's <laughs> <laughs> one link on the pop. This is this is how we get herd immunity for COVID. Um, yeah, it's gonna be this arts and music show is gonna solve the issue. <laughs> yeah, Based, with, or with it's a super pop. spreader, but we'll take the chance. Yeah, we'll find out. We'll you find know out. what? I feel I feel like it's art music community. I think COVID will understand and be like, okay, not super spreader. Um, you guys are good people. It's true. Antidote. Antidote. The, the ring pop <laughs> the antidote. I also think that our audience is like we're all young and healthy and like so virile. Yeah. That it'll just kill it. It'll be fine. Yeah, right it'll away. be fine. That's why I haven't got the vaccine because I'm healthy. No, that's not funny. No. I'm sorry. That's not true. I got the vaccine. I'm getting my second dose next week. Everyone who's listening should get vaccinated. Oh hell yeah. Um. Got my double on Sunday. Nice. Huge. Woo! Um, I have no, I, I haven't booked anything yet. There's none available. But I, my friend did tell me today, he, they were like, you could just try going to a vaccine clinic and then somebody who you see walks out, like rip the bandaid off and suck the vaccine <laughs> with their arm. <laughs> That's worth trying. Yeah. So, so awful. Like a snake bite, suck the venom out. There's no unethical oh, way to get it. Everyone needs to get it. <laughs> try that. Oh, uh, there is. There's definitely at least okay, there's one, one unethical, unethical way. way to get yeah. it. And don't, that's that's it. All right. Uh, anyway, yes. Thank you. So, thank you for uh, for for. Uh, well, actually, before I even thank people for listening, thank you, MJ and Evie, for coming on the pod. That was freaking awesome. Thanks, Thanks for having so awesome us. having you yeah. on. So much fun. Thanks a lot. Yeah, this is a great. This is my favorite podcast. So yeah, absolutely. Oh. 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 It's the only one I listen Ooh. to. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh, well, that's even better. Listen, we would have shouted you out. Yeah. Shout, shout out, out Evie. Yeah. Shout out Evie for listening. Shout out. I don't know who else listened lately. Nobody's told me anything. My mom will listen to this one. Oh, yeah. My mom, too. Oh, my God. Oh, shout out, oh, mom. Did I say anything? Well. I said, I swore, swore, sorry. Mom. <laughs> <laughs> Mallory, it's okay. <laughs> She's heard me say worse. <laughs> Uh, and thank you to 
Emma Kudlak for the logo, Ian Mills for the music. To everyone who listened for listening, go to at InsomniacFest on Instagram, InsomniacFest on Twitter, InsomniacFestival.com, any of those places you can find out more about us and also you can watch Insomniac the movie, play Insomniac the movie, the game. Find out more info about Insomniac the movie, the game show, <laughs> which is going to be at Pony House's neighborhood. Did we mention that yet? <laughs> uh... <laughs> um next week next week times at ridgemont high i think i think that's, so. what's, yeah. schedule, right? that's what's in the sweet thing that's hannah's pick in the schedule the little sketchy hell yeah so come back and listen to that and until then uh do you have anything you want i mean obviously you you're plugging plug in the neighborhood plug in neighborhood and uh, any any, any hot links media. people can go to any anything else you want to plug yeah, at Ponyhouse on, on Instagram is the best way to find everything we're working on. Ponyhouse.com. Ponyhouse.com. Got a good website. Uh, Ponyhouse on Facebook if you we're are... We're on Patreon. We're, we're on, on Patreon, Twitter. yeah. Twitter. We're on Instagram. Oh, I am so sorry. We're on um, everything. Yeah. We I, have a LinkedIn. We, we have a Spotify. We do have a LinkedIn? No. You actually have a LinkedIn? No, Wait, you have a Spotify? We have a Friendster. We, we have, have a Spotify, but you have to be one of our Patreon subscribers to get access to our Spotify. Mm, yeah. But Does that apply to the Pinterest as well? Do we have a Pinterest? Sure. You got to get on Pinterest. If, get on if you subscribe to our Patreon, <laughs> we'll do one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so check check wow. us out. We we uh we that's a promise. If you give us a thousand dollars a month, you get um webcam access to our bedrooms. Yes, um, that is the top tier on the that's Patreon. That's the top tier. No one's done that yet, but we're ready. Yeah, and if you do to subscribe, you'll get a very passive aggressive message that we wrote. Uh, because we we will do it, but we don't really want to that much. I'll do it. It's just most thousand dollars a month. Setting up the webcam is what I'm pissed yeah, about. The, 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 the privacy is not my concern. It's just I don't know how to It'd take a lot of time. Yeah, yeah. I just don't want to set that shit up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's fair. But yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for having us on the pod. Yeah, this was a fun. What? Oh, what? You, the best Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday. It's Wednesday. You nailed it. Wednesday. Great Wednesday night. It's Wednesday, uh, June twenty third. 8.57 p.m. Live from, I guess, recorded from Toronto, Ontario, yeah, not Canada. Live. <laughs> not live. <laughs> uh, and we always end uh, the pod how the movie ends. So uh... I feel like we've rushed through the pod. You know, we've gone so fast. And I guess we didn't take the time to look and really savor each moment of, of the pod. And I, I think, you know, we just we just rushed through it. I can't remember what he actually says. I was just gonna do like fall on car sound bounce. <laughs> oh yeah, fall Adam, could you put in a fall sound. on car sound? Yeah, we'll oh. add that in. Fall that bounce is sound. huge. That's a huge <laughs> bounce. And I was like shocked at because I was like, what? He's bouncing out of frame. That's a weird way to end it. And then flop right <laughs> out of the camera. Yeah, you need to. There you could need be need nothing else. There could be nothing else. Bounce on car sound. Go into air sound. Flop on pavement sound. Then beginning of the next movie sounds. <laughs> There's that blink, that blink oh, yeah, he does. Twitch, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's great. Because yeah. he's an actor, and you're like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> he's telling you in his face. There's gonna be a crank too.
mom, get out. I'm doing a podcast. <laughs>